Alexa, introduce the podcast. Hello, future people. Welcome free spirits and adventurers and creative masterminds. We're happy you're joining us here on the Slow Death in the Afternoon podcast. These are remastered and sometimes brand new episodes made especially for Anchor FM, broadcasting into the future from the past for your amusement. So without further ado, let's jump in head first. Hey Siri, play the podcast Slow Death Podcast. Okay, Slow Death Podcast now playing. Hello and welcome to another edition of Slow Death in the Afternoon Podcast. This is Jerry and with me, as always, my good friend Dan. Hola, compadres. Hello. I was I, I was I was going for uh, a Spanish motif just because of uh, well one it's Tuesday and it's Taco Tuesday and <laughs> Taco because, Tuesday because it's almost uh, St Patrick's Day. Wait. I'm confused. <laughs> no, wait, I think I just confused myself. As a matter of fact, well, whatever. It's one of those holidays where you drink, so uh, that's what I meant. No, oh, I thought you were like uh, celebrating um, Taco Bell's uh, rattlesnake fries or something. Wait, what? Ra- the Taco Bell's rattlesnake fries. I've never, I have never heard of these. But well, do tell, please. Well, they're they're like basically really hot cheese fries. Oh, hot, okay. So spicy nacho, yeah, Sp- spicy. spicy. All right, okay. yeah, I, I can. Live but with they're, that. they're calling them rattlesnake for some reason. Well, that's a good marketing term. I mean, if you're, well, you're going to if you're going to call something something, and you want to make it stand out from the rest, rattlesnake fries at least has a good ring to it. Well, it's uh, it attracted me. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I, I I would probably go buy them. That's the thing. I mean. The, the problem with me is I am a marketer's dream because you can throw anything on the TV and I'll like be glued to it and I'll end up <laughs> buying it. I think I'm a, I'm a pretty good bellwether for whether or not something will sell. Oh, really? Yeah. Because I mean, uh, it, it seems like anything I like will become popular. You know, I wish that was the case with me. I'm more like anything that I like is destined to be on the 99 cent rack at like TJ Maxx <laughs> like, because it's so weird and off the wall because, and I love it. It's like, you know, like, uh, like, uh, what would be a great example of that? Like, uh, Oh, I was like a, a big fan. I, I bought this thing. Well, ironically at TJ Maxx, it was a plaster relief of a giraffe wearing a Victorian dress Sipping a cup of tea. That sounds cool. I, it was great. I actually sent someone <laughs> as a housewarming gift, and uh, she loved it. Thought it was the greatest thing ever. Oh, okay. Well, it's so she didn't regift it as a white elephant gift or anything. No. Well, one, it was a giraffe, so you can't make a white elephant gift out of a giraffe for God's sake. Oh, you, hey, you know what? I actually have something absinthe related to talk about. Oh, thank God. I know. I was like. <laughs> You know, uh, Le Torment is not what we're going to talk about, uh, but we will talk about. Uh, so I've, I've kind of got this new band that I'm all about. The name of the band is Ghost. Uh-huh. Have you heard of them? Oh, oh, I thought you were saying that you're like the drummer for it or something. Oh, no, I'm not. No, I'm I'm into oh. into this band. Not, oh, I'm you're in into the it. Band. Oh, okay. <laughs> Dude, if I was, I'd, I'd be... Uh, talking from a solid gold uh, Yeti microphone or something. <laughs> but uh, No, I, I haven't heard of Ghost. Ghost is, and this, they're so, they're so, it's such an interesting band, number one. They're, they, they are labeled by the music community as a Swedish heavy metal band, mm-hmm. but they're not heavy metal. If anything, they're closer, the, the closest they would get to metal is more hard rock. Hmm. And their stage show, their whole vibe, the whole vibe of the band is like scary Satan church. Uh Uh-huh. And like the band members, all the band members are, they call them the nameless or what nameless ghouls. All the, the band members have these Chrome uh, masks on and nobody knows who they are. Every album they have, uh, it's the same guy, same lead singer, but he's a different persona. 
uh-huh. every album. Like he is, he's, it's like when they started out, he was uh, Papa Emeritus number one. And basically <laughs> he was like scary, evil Pope with this big skeleton painted face. Cool. And then the second album, he was Papa Emeritus two, different guy, slightly different look, same voice. And then, uh-huh. then this last go around, or not this last go around, but the when I first got into him, it was now Papa Emeritus three, who is kind of this younger, hipper kind of dude with the skeleton uh, makeup and the Pope outfit. And then, <laughs> and now this time, the the latest album that just came out, they uh-huh. the guy the the mastermind of the band, his name is uh, uh, Tobias Forge, which is the greatest name ever. Uh-huh. Uh, he decided he was getting tired of the whole Pope thing, so he got Cardinal Copia as the uh, <laughs> as the lead singer. So he comes out in this whole Cardinal outfit with the incense burner, and they sing, and their songs, this is the thing that's so funny about them, uh, and I will get to the absinthe part in a second, I swear. Oh, okay, okay. But, but the funniest thing about them is their lyrics, it's the only band I know that can have lyrics that say the most horrible things, but you can't help but sing along to. <laughs> like the uh, like the their the current album they have called Prequel, which is kind uh-huh. of about like a like uh, you know the modern day plague kind of thing, and they have this one song called uh, what's it called? Is it a Witch Image? I think is what it's called. But the lyric goes like. While you sleep in earthly delight, someone's flesh is rotting tonight. <laughs> but it's so it's so catchy and peppy, you can't help but sing. Uh, and it's one of the funniest things. So all that to say, going back to the uh, the third uh, Papa Emeritus Three, they had an album called Melamoria, and the very first song on the album is called uh, Absinthe. or Spirit. Oh, okay. It's called Spirit, and it's about absinthe. Oh, okay. And it's actually uh, they, they they sing about absinthe and yeah. So that all that was the longest way to get to yeah. They have a song about absinthe. <laughs> <laughs> so, but anyway, if I highly recommend you, uh, you, you just uh, go watch them because they are very funny, and they don't take themselves seriously. It's kind of like an Alice Cooper kind of gig. Oh, okay. So there you go. That's my well, absinthe I- story. That's all I got, buddy. Well, let's fill up another 29 minutes with something. <laughs> well, you, you know how I I got away from heavy metal and stuff, right? Yes, yes. Well, well there's a there's a bar um, just like two miles away from me. Yes, it's a, it's a it's a brew pub. Oh. It used it the building used to be a auto repair shop, and they turned it into a um um I I don't know if you call it I it's not a microbrew it's a it's a super microbrew. <laughs> I don't even know. What what, that what means. Is the, you know, there's a there's a term for something that's even smaller than microbrew. I but I forgot what it was. But you know, they they make very small batches okay. and they only serve it there. But oh. the cool thing is, is they'll can it for you. They've got a canning machine right there, so you can get it to go. And they make the most excellent beer, really? right? It's really good, and it's it's a the the two guys who started it, uh, one, and I I I'd actually have to fact check myself, but I know one of them is some sort of music promoter, right? And the other one, from what I seem to remember, works at a nuclear power plant and is some sort of engineer, right? Wow. And so they're, they're both really smart. They're both into heavy metal. They have a heavy metal band. Yeah. And um, they are, they, they brew very different beers. They're like always experimenting with something different. Yes. Right. Okay. And every time I go in there, not only do they have the best beer. Right. But they have the best music playing and I always, I come in and it's, it's, I forgot what they called it, but it's a certain type of metal. It's, I think it's called doom. Oh, right? a doom metal. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I, yeah. I but to me, it's in a doom metal band, but it's, to me, it's like, you know, there's no screaming. There's, it's just like 
you know, lot, lots of, it's, it's almost chill. It's like heavy metal chill music. Right. And so every time I go in there, I have to sound hound whatever they're playing and get that music. Oh, really? It's that It's like every time I go in there, I come out with a different album. Wow. <laughs> That's kind of cool. So, so the, um, the, I'll, I'll do a little shout out to them. The, the, the place is called Wake. W-A-K-E. That's a great name for a bar, by the way. Yeah. And, um, like I'm assuming like a, uh, like a funeral wake kind of thing. No, no, no. I think it's more like woke. There. Oh, wait, how do they, how do they spell it? W-A-K-E. What's wake? Well, maybe I misinterpreted it as being woke. Oh. Or, <laughs> so maybe or, you're right. Or, maybe it's awake. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Like a wiki or something. I'm not sure. All their their artwork is like super, you know, something you would find on a um, harkens back to like a Led Zeppelin album or oh, something. Oh, okay, kind of and, gothic. And, uh... Yeah, and in like the wizards, wizards brewing a beer, right. you know, type of thing. But then you know, with vampire teeth and stuff. Right, right, and I like and. That Oh, they're, the artwork on their hoodies and everything are brilliant. Is it? And uh, one of the favorite things I they have the on, it's actually from, um, it's an album cover from a band that's, they're friends of theirs, and it's like an astronaut in space. You can see the moon in the background, he's holding a bong. <laughs> I mean, it's, but it, I mean, it just, you know, it's, it's really funny just yeah. looking at it. So it's very tongue-in-cheek. Yeah. Wow. So they always they they usually have eight beers on tap. It's all theirs except for hams. They love hams for some reason. You know, old you know old old timey beers are coming back. Oh, Pabst Blue Ribbon's always been yeah. a big thing with the uh, with the rockabilly crowd, and uh, actually, it's kind of making its own comeback. Like in in general, isn't that weird? I just think it's bizarre because that stuff tastes like crap. <laughs> I'm gonna, right, I'm gonna I'm, be a grumpy old man and tell you that stuff tastes like crap. I'm not a hams fan either, but everybody seems to love it around here. Why is that? It's the water it's and a lot, lot more. more. Oh my God, I can't even believe. I, I, you know what the funny thing is? I didn't even fall for that. Like I was like, I was going, what? Really? The water? Oh, you rat bastard! <laughs> well, you know that's, that's that was their that commercial was with the, with the yeah. black and white bear that. Now, this is yeah. something that I always wondered about that bear. It looks like a big, giant panda bear. It's not a, It's not like a bear out in the woods bear. Kind of like my new dog. Uh, Well, no, your, your <laughs> dog looks nothing like a panda bear, my friend. I've seen that dog. It looks like a curly-haired uh, Brillo pad uh, <laughs> uh, with legs. Ladies and gentlemen, I just got a new puppy. It is a three-quarters poodle. And one quarter retriever. So it's a it's a, a rudel. <laughs> it's a, <clears throat> or a or it's, a retriever. Uh, retriever poo. Retriever poo. Well, retriever poo. Well, let's hope that doesn't happen. Good lord. Well, that's what the scoop is for. Um, Thank you. But but um, so he's got like he's he's black black furry curly coat yes. with with um, a little white patch on his on his chest and kind of gray gray, gray shoes on all four feet right oh, okay well at least he's got but, uh, but then but, but then his face is all gray like he's got a mask on and then he's got a little white goatee oh like a raccoon <laughs> like a hipster raccoon he to me he looks like a klingon dog so I want to name him Worf. Oh my God! If you don't name him Worf, you are failing at life, my friend. Well, I it's I, I share the dog with my 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 older daughter and her boyfriend. You know so. what? Uh, I uh, you're the parent. Uh, your decision takes precedence. Well, I did pay for it too. Oh, well, but... fuck that! Didn't the dude? It's like, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's your dog. You, you can name him. If you if you paid cash for the dog, you you can well, name him. 
I, I have this thing though, when, when we get a new pet, I don't want to name it right away. Cause I, th- at some point the personality is going to come out and then a name will just happen, you know? Oh yeah, that's true. So, I but I, I would let, I, I wanted to name it Worf because well, one, it looks like a Klingon's dog, Yes. but two, he'd be able to say his own name. That's true. <laughs> Uh, you know what? I didn't think of that. That is a great. You sold me. I'm in marketing. I'm easily uh, influenced. So, yeah, you sold me. Well, the thing is that um, his personality is definitely not Klingon. He's gentle and curious and clumsy. And so he's he's not Klingon. He's not a Klingon. He's more. uh, what the hell were those little furry things from Star Wars? Uh, Ewok. Ewok. <laughs> He's more of an Ewok. Of an Ewok. Yeah. <laughs> hey, speaking of great bars, by the way, I don't mean to. Uh, uh, oh no, no, we're good. Story, but I went to um, Rock and Brews. Mm. Have you heard of this? No. Basically, it is the brainchild of Paul Stanley and Gene Simmons. Oh. It's their uh, rock and roll themed restaurant in uh, uh, Buena Park, kind of close uh-huh. by Knott's Berry Farm. So I went, uh-huh. I went there, and I was, you know, I, I part of me was curious, but the other part was like, oh my god, it's just two like aging rock stars trying to do, you know, like a TGI Fridays kind of thing or a Planet Hollywood or. A, Hard Rock Cafe. Margaritaville. Uh, yeah, exactly. But you know what? I was absolutely wrong. They had the best music playing in the history of the world. Dude, it went from Def Leppard to Tom Petty to Steve Miller to the Rolling Stones to uh, you know some newer bands that I've never heard of, but like just great music all the time. And and we ordered a bunch of food, and all the food was really good. Well, you got to think with Gene Sim. Gene Simmons is a he's a brilliant guy. He really is. As much as he, he, as as I I I think he's he's incredibly arrogant. He kind of he's kind of entitled to be arrogant because he's really made his fortune being you know a self promoter. Yeah. But, it, but also, I mean, from what I understand, his IQ is through the roof. Oh, yeah, I think he's brilliant. I mean, honestly, he is how he has marketed the Kiss brand. I, I am, I, I am in awe of how he has taken a band that could have been like maybe, maybe a four or five album run. And yeah. make them last. Dude, they came, they, their first album was released in 1973. Yeah. And they're still, they're, well, their their last tour, uh, apparently, is, uh, you know, underway right now. But I mean, dude, that's a long run, not to mention all of the stuff that they have done over the years to really make that, uh, the Kiss brand like a household name. I wonder when they have a birthday party, if they ever have mini kiss come in. You know what? Actually, that's funny that you mentioned that because on one of the episodes of Family Jewels, which was uh-huh. a reality show on VH1, uh, they went, uh, uh, his wife and his son went to see mini kiss. Oh, cool. And apparently they were pretty badass. Like they, I mean, they're all little people dressed, yeah. dressed up like, Kiss playing Kiss songs and like actually rocking it out, and it was it was pretty amazing. I I wanted to hire him for my fiftieth birthday party uh, nine years ago. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. I remember that. Well, uh, thirty thousand dollars. Yeah, you would have thought for uh, for midgets it would have been half off. <laughs> <laughs> you know how long I've been waiting to use that joke. I think you've already used it once. I think I've used it many times, my friend. I probably burned through that one, so I'm going to put that one to rest. Right to here, uh, ladies and gentlemen, that will be the last time you ever hear the uh, the half. Well, I mean, the the last time they heard it here, it had to have been nine years ago. Oh, so I think, <laughs> I think you can, you're pretty safe. Well, all right. So you know what? There's probably a whole new listening crowd who hasn't. I, I should just recycle all my old humor. 
Well, that's what I'm doing with the older episodes. <laughs> See, there you go. We're, I think we are possibly the greenest podcast out there. The what is? The greenest. Oh, you said grimace. <laughs> I didn't know if you meant grimace as in like the McDonald's character or like just grimace in uh, very dark and moody, but either one works. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. No, but I mean, yeah, okay, like, yeah, we recycle. Yeah, we recycle. Uh, the humor is recycled, so... Uh, uh, what what sure. time makes things new again, right? You know what? Uh, <laughs> time wounds all heals. <laughs> that's what I've been told. So, oh, but that's kind of, I'm already... I think it's kind of exciting that uh, we've kind of entered a new era of uh, of podcasting with all these platforms out there. So I'm I'm kind of excited to see uh, two things. One, if anybody like goes back and listens to our older podcast, which I mean, all right, now I'm going to sound like Gene Simmons here. I thought we were brilliant. <laughs> Well, um, I we we had quite the audience at the time. Yeah, we, you know. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, let's put it this way: what was our highest number? Seven hundred fifty thousand. I I don't remember. But I remember um, that number because I, I was I was um, sending you the the raw data from the downloads. You, when you sent that one, and, and it, we hit seven hundred fifty thousand unique listeners, I was like, "Are you kidding me?" Like, I know that that's when we started getting sponsors. Yeah, exactly. Well, we got a sponsor. Yeah. Do you still have your glasses? Mine broke, and, I, and now they're out of business. No, I I, th- I threw mine away yeah, a long time ago. I'm sad because I really liked them. Yeah, but I, I like the commercials we made for them even better. Oh, our commercials <laughs> rocked. Those were the best things ever. <laughs> Are you kidding me? That's, that was that's, amazing. That's why I put it. I I put it in the uh, the spider episode that we released a couple weeks yes. ago. And by the way, uh, constant listeners, uh, if you have not heard the spider episode in my humble opinion uh it's the best episode ever second only i will say the second only to the halloween special we did where we were using the online ouija board to contact celebrities dead careers (laughs) that was my all-time favorite episode ever yeah and i actually have that one planned to release next halloween oh do you really oh my gosh when you release that uh, seriously let me know because I want to blast that out because I think it's I think it's comic genius on our part. Well, we 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 did discover some good stuff while we were drinking. That's <laughs> we for sure. Did, yeah. <laughs> yes, I, I think it's kind of like a, a, a moral limbo session. Like, how low can you go? <laughs> <laughs> but that's what, see the thing I love about this, Jerry. Number one is I. I have, and I got to give a, a big shout out to my good friend Jerry, who had the wherewithal and number one, uh, uh, devoting a ton of time to go back and listen to all of those podcasts, and is in the process of repurposing and remixing and formatting them and putting them out uh, on uh, uh, what's the name of the service? Absent AbsinthePodcast.com. Well, Absent Podcast, but what's the platform we're using? Oh, uh, Anchor FM, Anchor, Anchor FM, FM, Anchor. which is now part of Spotify. Right. So, in other words, uh, what what I'm saying is, Jerry is uh, doing uh, you a public service, constant listener, by uh, <laughs> by putting them back we'll out let, there. Recycling. We'll let them decide that. Well, I, dude, I'm I'm trying here. I'm working something. I'm trying to work <laughs> an angle. Don't don't interrupt me when I'm trying to get us some. All right. Okay. So the, okay. the phone lines are open. So call in with your pledges, people. Uh, you know, we could actually do that. I, I don't want to, but you could. Hold it, what? There's there's uh, one of the ways you could monetize podcasts on Anchor FM. By the way, um, Anchor FM, you can, in fact, advertise on our podcast like you do on my other podcast. Wait, they advertise they, on they your have, podcast? Yeah, they advertise on the uh, the uh, acceptably real acceptably real podcast. Why don't they advertise that's, on ours? That's why I've made a whole. That's why I made a whole eleven cents. Oh, when <laughs> I saw that, I was going to ask you: Was that like some uh, online savings thing that takes like a half a penny out of your account every day? No, no. What that is is that's the money that we're accruing from the listens. Wow! But that tells you how many little listens we have on the other podcast. Well, I mean. Uh, 11 cents is nothing to sneeze at. 
Uh, yeah, but but the, I have to split it with Joe, so we only get five and a half cents. Oh. Who, so who gets the the half cent? Uh, I'll give it to him. That's very generous. I think that's very yes. Generous. Well, he is getting married. Oh well, he needs the money then. For God's he sake. needs the money. Yeah, I'll give yeah. him the extra half, half that, cent. Give him that yeah. half cent. You know. Heck, I'll I'll give him the whole thing. I would uh, I would actually uh, have him write a prenup for that half. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, you never know, people. But I've gone through two divorces, and I'm just saying a, a prenup could be the way of the future. Did you have a prenup? Uh, I did not have a prenup, but uh, my soon-to-be ex-wife had a prenup, and she tried to make me liable for uh, a $15,000 decrease in the value of the home we lived in over, over the course of 10 years. And I was Yikes. like, it was dude, it was like, it was like, I would have had to pay $7,500. And I'm, and I'm, I'm looking at this, and I'm going, number one, I didn't even know that was a thing that you could get hit for the depreciation of a house in a divorce. Didn't know that. Didn't know that at all. Ouch. Should we be talking about I this? I don't care. No, it's fine. Is, is it over and done it's with? It's going to be over in, uh, in about a month. So I, no, it's not a problem. Don't even worry about it. It's fine. All that to say, but we did sign a prenup before we got married that what was hers is hers and what's mine uh, probably is half hers. <laughs> so <laughs> that's the way it is I, normally. Isn't I'm it? kidding. I'm kidding. We just, we just had a straight, like her stuff was her stuff. And so, you know, I gently reminded her that there was a prenup in place that, uh, you know, uh, that the house is hers and my name was never on the, the, you know, the deed or the whatever it is. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. so uh, I don't have any claim to any profits. So therefore I should not have any claim to any depreciation of the house. Yeah. So it worked out good. It worked out good. It's all, it's all uh, fun and games until you start getting a divorce attorney involved. <laughs> That's all I'm oh. going to say. I know we didn't get it. Uh, my ex and I, we did it ourselves. We didn't yeah. uh, do any attorney stuff. Well, we didn't either. And honestly, I'm glad. That's the one thing I'm glad of that like, we didn't. Because the only people that went out in a case like that are the attorneys. Are the lawyers, yeah. Uh, it's like, dude, they're, they're like, uh, I don't know. It's just not right. Well, to any, any lawyers listening, uh, no, we, we understand but I get that you got to no. make a dollar, but I, yeah, you, you got to make some money. <laughs> when, when, let me just say this: when you are charging by the quarter hour, like if you, if I go 16 minutes, yeah, I'm being charged for the full hour. Oh, yes, I know that seems ridiculous and, but it's uh, sad, but true. It's redonkulous. It's, it's redollarless. That's <laughs> what it is. <laughs> Ultimately, it's redolleros, my friend. Oh, man. Well, I'm glad it's going to be over with it soon. Is. I, you know what? And I'm okay with it. I mean, you know, without going into too many details, uh, uh, it was a learning experience on multiple levels. Yeah. So uh, That's life, man. It is. You know, and here's the thing. I'm still standing. I've got my health. Uh, I've got, uh, I'm, I'm in a great place with some great people and yeah, it's like, it, it's, it's been good. This has been a real big season of change, uh, for me. I, um, I, I don't want to make the Dan you... Ledbetter woe is me podcast, but uh, let me just say this. I mean, uh, basically I lost my marriage. I got, had to move out of my house and I lost my job, like all within a, uh, a 90 day span. Yeah, and I, I I was trying to get him to come in and move out here with me so we could like podcast all the time. I know that would have been optimum. Yeah, but you probably would have hated this weather. I, I think I would have. Uh, uh, the yeah. the Ledbetters were not made for cold weather. We were made You're, for uh, a warm weather and uh, Bermuda shorts. Yeah, that's that's not here. Oh, but but then again, I have a roommate. I, I call him my roommate because it's easier to say than my older daughter's boyfriend. But, oh, that's way easier to say. Yeah. So my roommate is from California. He's a California boy, yes. and he'll go out in the snow in his Bermuda shorts. <laughs> Will he really? 
yeah, he doesn't like wearing long pants. So he he'll go out. I mean, it has to be like negative fifteen before he'll actually put pants, put pants on. on. Really? Yeah, he's a, he's a he's a true California surfer looking dude. Right. Who doesn't? Well, he does. He doesn't wear long pants. Oh, okay, that's good. I mean, I, I think that's, that should, I, you know, he does I wear pants. Should, I should have. I should have clarified. That was my. He, bad. he wears he wears shorts. Right. He's a Twitch streamer, if you know what that is. He's a what? Twitch streamer. Uh, it sounds like a drug, doesn't I, it? I was gonna say I thought maybe he might be Presbyterian, but uh, you know, whatever works for him, <laughs> that's fine. No, he's he's one of those guys who uh, who streams games on Twitch, oh. which is a game streaming service. Well, which, by the way, did you know that the 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 both well, at least this was as of two years ago, the highest paid uh, YouTube star is like a PewDiePie. Yeah, PewDiePie. Is that him? Know all about yeah. him? Yeah, he made millions of dollars. Like just he's. He- He's still making millions of dollars. Yeah, it's like that's all. That's his job is like to play games and uh, commentary. But he's not the only one. There are a lot of them out there, and I know this because my daughter, my younger daughter, watches all of them. Really? Does she? Like what? Her, are they funny? Yeah. Are they real? Well, there's 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 a, 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 a this one show called Game Grumps. All right. And they are the funniest guys, I swear to God. And so what they're basically doing is they have a comedy routine while they're playing the game. Oh, okay. All right. I guess I get that. And and they really don't care much about playing the game. And the people watching don't really care much about the game. It's they're just listening to them. These guys are hilarious. It's probably uh, like there's a there's actually a Dungeons and Dragons uh, podcast where this I, I don't even know the name of it, but apparently they get celebrities who are into D anD D just record their sessions, and apparently it's it's one of the funniest things ever. If you're a D anD D fan, I mean, if you're not a D fan, you probably think this is the worst thing I've ever heard in my life. But yeah. There's a lot of people into D anD D again now. Uh, well, I'm I was kind of one of them. You're, are you back into it, or uh, I haven't done it since I moved uh, to Orange County. But uh, you know, I, I, it's fun. And well, I take that back. I did play once. Uh, uh, I went to a friend's house, and their son. What he wanted for Christmas was to get the whole family together and a couple of friends and play D anD D, where he was a dungeon master and had like he had like this uh, like two hour. Uh, pre-made session. Cool. And it was fun. We had a great time, and it was it was. Uh, I mean, I I, I the, the 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 friend I was with wasn't a real big D and D player. In fact, it was our first time ever playing, and the kids' parents were they knew about it obviously, but they never played, and so it was actually a lot of fun because I was probably the most seasoned player there. And it was fun to help teach them, like, okay, you know, you, yeah, you've got, this is your character, and you can actually, uh, you can make a funny voice if you want for your character. Right? So, it was fun. Did you, did you resurrect Cleotis? No, you know what, actually, the, uh, my, my number one character that I loved ever since, the first character I had when I played D&D was uh, Nortak the Spider King. <laughs> I don't remember that one. Oh, that was the very first one that I ever played with, and uh, he died a horrible death uh, at the hands of a doppelganger in a uh, swamp, and then got killed by the rest of the party because uh, they found out I wasn't who I thought I was. So he died, but I brought him back the very first time I played D&D with my friends in uh, the Inland Empire. And uh-huh. it was fun. It was fun to redo that character as an adult, as opposed to a college adult. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I do. Sadly, <laughs> but yeah. So all that to say, I don't even know where we we're going with the whole D and D conversation. But uh, but yeah, that was uh, that was pretty much it. You know what'd be fun? Play D and D and drink absinthe at the same time. Oh, are you kidding me? That would be I bet you already did. Uh, you know what? Pro- I've never, I've never uh, 
uh, I've never D and D, which would be drink and Dungeons and Dragons. D D and D and D and D and D triple D. Well, we we used to drink when we played, didn't we? Did we? It was just beer, though. I don't remember you and I playing. Well, that's how I knew about Cleotus and everything. You know, that must have been a new character because uh, I do. Oh, you don't remember him? I don't remember Cleotus. I just I remember Cleotis because he was always fucking up. Well, yeah, that, I mean, <laughs> pretty much any character I have uh, that that happens. I made the biggest mistake this last time. I was the only. Uh, all right, uh, 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 the, here's a warning, people. Uh, serious nerd D and D talk ahead. So my character was chaotic evil, right? Yeah, okay. yeah, just like Cleotis. Like, yeah. yeah, so I was just and I joined ranks with this group of people who were either neutral or or neutral good which in D speak basically they're really good people and i'm like the bad guy so yeah so like uh what my character needed to to get uh like a bathtub full of blood to uh <laughs> sacrifice to his deity so that he could get a giant spider uh, to do his bidding and so I'm like there, and there's we go into this town, and there's these kids that are just pestering us and picking on us. And so I just go, you know what? I'm just gonna I'm gonna kill two birds with one stone. So basically, uh, cut their throats, drain their blood, and my my <laughs> the rest of the people in my party are like, "Are you kidding me?" And I'm going, "I'm being true to my character. What what is wrong with that?" And so they end up killing me, and then they resurrect me. <laughs> It's like that'll teach you, and I go, "You killed me, and then you resurrected me. What? 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 Why, why am I being punished for being me? That's all I want. You gotta be you. I had to be me. That's that's part of the game. So all that to say, that's a serious D and D talk. But the bottom line is, people, uh, if you have the chance to do that, please uh, make sure you do it because it is uh, it's big fun, and, uh, and and definitely you want to drink while you're doing it. <laughs> my girlfriend always plays as chaotic neutral. Yeah. And, and she says that in, in real life, I am uh lawful good, which surprised me that you're lawful good. I would say that's fair. I'm, yeah. I, I never thought a, I about myself. I'm, I'm the, I'm, I used to be the anarchist. I used to be the, but I, here I am being a lawful good person. Well, that makes sense. I think you're lawful good. If I had, if I had yeah. to pick a uh, an alignment for you, I think lawful good. I, I think I would be chaotic, chaotic, just chaotic. <laughs> is what I think I would be. <laughs> My girlfriend is definitely chaotic neutral. <laughs> okay, that sounds about right. See, that's the funny thing. It's like I am probably not. I, I like playing uh, chaotic evil players because it's kind of like playing a villain in a movie yeah i am so not that in real life well at least that i'll admit to or that has been actually proven in a court of law (laughs) however but yeah i like i I just like being i like just doing horrible things and shocking people so (laughs) that's what i do well i mean i was kind of disappointed to find out that i'm a Lawful good person Why? for some reason. I think that's horrible. Uh, because I always thought of myself as like kind of a scofflaw, kind of a, and I guess, you know, it, it was, it's like one of those memes where it's, here's a picture of what I think I look like. Oh. Here's a picture of what I really look like. And here's a picture of what my mom thinks I look like oh, or whatever, you know. Yes, I get it. <laughs> so. I get it. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like you know, I I fancy myself a. Uh, if if I were to describe myself, if I were being completely honest, I would love to think of myself as a, uh, you know, rock star kind of person. But actually, I'm just a big nerd and <laughs> socially awkward and uh, you know but, friendly. But that is the rock star now. Actually, that is that the, that is that star, is. Right? You're right. You know who was a real scoundrel? Who was that? We're going to pause here for a moment, possibly to feature a message from a sponsor. But if there is no message inserted, we'll be jumping right back in. Hey, 
Jerry here. As some of you may have guessed, part of my day job involves setting up and maintaining websites. Recently, I had a project where I needed to convert an older website to WordPress, and part of the challenge was choosing the perfect website hosting service. I did a lot of research, and I finally chose DreamHost. Not only is DreamHost widely recognized, but they're the number one recommended hosting service by WordPress themselves. And they have their own web hosting service, but they still wholeheartedly endorse DreamHost. Well, since then, I discovered I like DreamHost so much that I moved all my personal websites to DreamHost, including the blog for this podcast. And it is my great pleasure to have DreamHost be an affiliate sponsor to the show. And we can offer you, our listeners, $50 off if you sign up using our link. Now, we chose them. They didn't choose us. We wanted them specifically as a sponsor. So if you're wanting to set up a website or a blog, and especially if you want to use WordPress, the easiest and most trusted content management system out there, just go to absinthepodcast.com slash dreamhost and sign up. Once again, if you use our link, you'll end up with $50 off and you'll be helping our show. Remember that link, absinthepodcast.com slash dreamhost, and get your website up and running today. Hey, future people, welcome back to us here in the past. Hope you're enjoying yourself because we're about to dive back into it. You know who was a real scoundrel? Who was that? My dad. What? He he was fast and loose with just about everything. Really? Yeah. Wow. That's kind of exciting, though. I guess. Like, what, like what, did, were there any good stories uh, that you can share that, uh, that, that, kept, uh... um, well, he cheated on my mom all the time. I, I found out. Really? Oh yeah. Wow. And, um, okay, he was kind of, he would get, he would get people to invest in his company. And if things went south, he would just, he would never pay him back. Oh, he just bail. Yeah. And it's stuff like that. Wow. It, it's like, he was one of those ones where he, he get a loan and then, well, the money's his now. Right. You, you know, so, <laughs> so that's what I mean about that. Um, nope. I hear you. That's, that's... I was, I was shielded from all this stuff when I was younger. Right. So I, I had no idea, but I kind of started putting two and two together over the years and then, yeah. Uh, you know, that's the thing. Like, I, and I can talk about it because my mom's uh, passed and actually my dad's passed, but my mom had a, had a pretty massive, uh, uh, a massive stroke and she Ooh. decided, like, this was in 96. And so, for whatever reason, I don't know whether it was because of, you know, the, uh, the injury to her brain, but she felt it necessary to tell me all of the family, like, secrets. Like, like, like stuff huh. that I didn't even know. Like my dad was married before, had no clue about that growing huh. up. He was married before. And uh, one of the things I remember from my childhood was uh, that we went on the Goodyear blimp. My dad, my dad worked <laughs> in Northrop and he got us tickets. So we got to take a blimp ride, which is, which is kind of badass, right? That's kind of a cool thing. Yeah. And so as I'm a kid, like maybe Six or seven that would have been like 1967 68 and uh, uh-huh. I just remember as a child that my mom really was not having a good time and I couldn't hmm. figure it out and then my mom decides to tell me while well, she's kind of sort of on her deathbed with this stroke that my dad brought his girlfriend with him on the ride the blimp ride oh I didn't even know my dad had a girlfriend, number one. And like, I didn't know there was any sort of like stuff going on there, but it was just like the weirdest stuff she would, she would start telling me kind of like you finding out about your dad being a bit of a scoundrel. I mean, I started hearing all this stuff and I'm going, why why did you decide to wait till I'm in my (laughs) forties? Like this is all like a a huge shock you know, it's it's just weird. People people are so funny about what they feel they need to divulge to the rest of the family at a given time. Well, maybe she was like, "I'm tired of keeping this a secret. I want to tell I someone." So. 
I guess yeah. so. I don't know. I I just thought it was the weirdest thing. And then she started telling me, because you, you know I'm adopted. Um, yeah, yeah. She decided that she was going to tell me all about my adopted mom, the mom she adopted me from. Because back in the oh. day, you uh, that was in the late 50s. So you could actually know the family. You could, you know, know all these, all these yeah. facts. And like, she goes, your mom was very funny. She said that that's where you get your sense of humor from was your mom. She was hilarious. Very funny woman. Uh, but I did know what my, had I not been adopted, what my last name would have been. Colette. What? Oh, it sounds very French, right? Was, wasn't that Jeanette's middle name? No, it was not. Was it? Yeah, it was Je- Jeanette Colette Dillon, oh, wasn't dude, it? Maybe. Maybe it was. Oh, that's creepy. I didn't even think about that. Oh, let me stop and pause it right here for a second. Jeanette's middle name was Colleen, not Colette. Moving on. Well, if that's her middle huh. name, then, that, then we can't be related. That would have been a creepy what? No, no, no. It's just her middle name. Oh, that's a... That's just a funny coincidence. A very funny coincidence. I didn't even think about that. But yeah, that was like some of the stuff my mom decided to tell me at the last minute. You know, like, it's it was just so weird. And then, of course, going through all the old paperwork that she had. And this is the best thing. I've got to dig it up because it's, it's like one of the most amazing things ever. Um, I found the check that they bought me with from the hospital. Oh. Now, now let oh, me wow. throw this out to you because I hope you. Oh kept yeah, that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna frame it with my baby picture. I'm Can gonna frame, frame it? it with my baby picture because this is like the best <laughs> thing ever. So I'll, I'll just put it out there. How much do you think Dan Ledbetter was worth uh, in 1959 at birth? A hundred and fifty dollars. Oh please, you're, you're way over the mark. Really? Go ahead. 20, 25? Oh, you're way under. I I was $50. (laughs) $50. A nice round number. Now, I don't know if there was a coupon involved. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, I would like to believe that there was a coupon. But yeah, that's Uh, what it cost to, to, I felt like it was a pound puppy. (laughs) Like <laughs> they like picked me up out of the pound and had to pay the fifty dollars for my shots and tagging or something. Oh my god! Uh, yeah, fifty fifty bucks would uh, would buy you a damn Ledbetter apparently in nineteen fifty nine. Jeez, I spent ten times that much on a dog yesterday. Uh, right? <laughs> it's like the, how the world has changed, my friend. Oh jeez! Yeah, it's a it's a it's a thing. Hey, I have an idea for you. Oh, what's that? I, I want to. <clears throat> so, on the DailyMeal.com, they had an article called "The 150 Best Bars in America." Oh, are there some out and here it, that I need to visit? Well, here's here's my idea, though. All right, lay it on me. Because it, it, it like kind of goes through them, and I'm like, well, this is a good template, right? All right. But what we need to do is you and I need to pitch to, I don't care who, Food Network or whatever, right. a show where you and I go and visit every single one of these bars. I think we, we should do that. And and we don't take camera crew. We film it ourselves to make it even more raw. and. I would be up for that. And I think that would be, I think that would make a really funny show. Well, here's what, I mean, here's what we could do, my friend. Uh, I'm thinking that the hot ticket would be, we get GoPros. And like, we have uh, GoPros, GoPros have... mounted on our head. <laughs> GoPros have crappy sound, though. Uh, That's the only problem. To, well, then we'd have to wire for sound. I think we should wire for sound. Yeah, GoPros. we could do that. But could you have <laughs> GoPros? <laughs> It'd be like a, now, okay, now that's dorky. Oh, it'd be so dorky, but I'll bet you that would make the funniest YouTube uh, video series ever. Uh, well, I'm not talking YouTube though. Okay. I want to. I want to go for for at least um, Food Network or something. I do think that. Well, I mean, I guess they would. I mean, some of the shows I've seen on there, I kind of wonder to myself, like, what the hell? 
you know, HBO might do something like that. They wait. They did the Neistat brothers before he was even famous. What about this? How about uh, how about uh, Netflix? Netflix Netflix doesn't pay a whole lot, but at least it would get done. Actually, one of my Facebook friends got a show on Netflix. Well, there you go. Let's pitch it to him. She actually, her show was really, really good. I hope it comes back for another season. It was called The Curious. Creation, Curious Confections of Christine McConnell. Huh. And she got a show, and it's actually, it was a great show. And, I mean, she's beautiful, number one, and she makes these amazing, like, she's like a cake and candy sculptor kind of thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. You, should, uh, you should watch an episode and tell me what you think. It's I thought it was going to bomb because I thought she was brilliant and what she did was brilliant, but I'm going... I don't know, man, if that could, if you could hold together a half hour show with that, but they added these kind of funny, like puppet animal things in the story. And it like actually worked. I thought, I thought, oh my God, I feel so bad for that. This thing's going to die, but it's actually one of the, it's actually incredibly clever and it makes you want to watch more episodes. Huh? So I highly, highly recommend that. Huh. You can write that down if you want. I, I, I'm I'm committing it to tape right now. There you go. I, I I highly recommend it. She's hilarious, and she does really make some of the best. Uh, if I let's put it this way, if I could afford it, I would totally have her do a birthday cake for me. But I think she's like way out of the uh, out yeah. of my league as far as birthday cakes go. Well, all right. So let's uh, let's. Uh, well, two things. One, um, I'm wondering if the, the listeners want to know who in hell Jeanette was and why we brought her up. Oh, yeah. You know what's funny? <laughs> I, thought, I thought that right after you said it, and then for some reason I thought we were <laughs> we were still podcasting like our old podcast. Yeah. And like, oh, yeah, they know who she is. But apparently well, she I mean, long, long time listeners might, hey. but we used to not say her name. No, we did not. Well, one, okay. because we thought she was alive. Yeah. And uh, two... Uh, oh, that's so sad because she wasn't. I, I know. Even when we were making those. It was. It was very oh, sad. Oh, that hurts my heart. We didn't, we didn't find out until later. Uh, so, long story short, and Jerry, you can interject uh, uh, in this as well, that uh, uh, her name was Jeanette. Uh, she was my girlfriend in college, and she was the... We had a band. She was not in the band, but she was the band's biggest uh, fan and groupie. And as far as she was concerned, she was in the band. <laughs> yeah, she kind of. Yeah, exactly. I, I guess we should put that there. But, uh, uh, but yes. So uh, she was quite a force to be reckoned with. Oh, she was. She had the most amazing personality. She did her person. And this is going to sound a little sappy when I say it, but honestly, her personality was too big for this world. It was too big for her. That's true. Yes, that's true. Yes, it very much, uh, very much was. It, it got her. But uh, here's here's the thing that that sticks the most about it. One, she was beautiful. She was. Two, she, she was funnier than hell. She was very funny. Uh, she was chaotic evil she was she was oh. cha- but she was chaotic evil but chaotic uh good at the same time yeah and um and she would do things like anytime she needed money she would just go and get a job work there just long enough to get a paycheck paycheck and never show up again right. but she never had a problem getting a job because she would go in there and just like twirl her hair. Well, she had, and, she, had it, she was very charming and she was very, yeah. um, uh, she had a way about her that naturally drew people to her. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's all I got and, to and, say about her. And, like, and she was a fruit bat. <laughs> she was an absolute fruit bat. She, she, I mean, honestly, like you didn't know. Like, if you didn't see her for, like, six hours, you really didn't know who was going to show up. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I'm not saying that in a, yeah. in a derogatory way. It was just, like, she you didn't know. I mean, she could be 
Uh, I mean, I don't know if she was bipolar, but she would have fits of bipolaris. Like she'd be, well, she'd be absolutely ecstatically happy one minute, and she could uh, dive into the depths of despair the next. Well, didn't she? Didn't her her mom have something like that going on too? No, I I was thinking about that uh, a couple of years ago because I I remember, uh, and this is so weird. Like her daughter is one of my Facebook friends. And, oh yeah, same here. And she looks like her mom. She's a gorgeous kid, and it's I was yeah. thinking about that. And I was trying to remember back, like what I remembered about her family, and I, I, I knew that you and I had talked about that a little bit, but I, I don't know. I don't know if there was any sort of, uh, you know. Well, well I remember. I remember there was there was problems with the mom. Yes, the father was like a teacher or something at St. Mary's or something. Right. He was a really stand-up guy. Yeah. Liked him a lot. Um, she, she, the, I should be laughing when, uh, and, and I know I think I've, I've told this story before on a very earlier version of this podcast. But on the night that John Lennon was oh, shot, yes. Yes. she was such a huge Beatle fan. And you guys were on the outs, but she wanted you back, yes. but you were seeing someone else. Yes. Um, she took a bunch of pills. I don't even and I had, What did she take? Do we even know? Quaaludes. She took her mom's quaaludes. I didn't yeah. know her mom even had quaaludes. How sad is that? But, but apparently it really wasn't enough to kill her, but she was taking them with wine. Uh, and we didn't know, so I jumped in our car and drove her at breakneck speed to the hospital and had her stomach right. yes, pumped. I remember that. I remember you came and yeah. got me, and we went. Uh, that, and yeah. uh, uh, not using this as a segue to uh, self-promotion by any means, but Jerry does write about this in his book, All This in a Basket of Toads. So, that's right, I do. Uh, so if you want, uh, Jerry, you definitely, uh, you might want to give them a link where they can uh, get your Oh. So. Yeah, I keep forgetting that I could actually plug things uh, off no. here. Uh, yeah, so, um, uh, yeah, that and a whole bunch of other interesting stories, including some about Dan and I. Exactly. Uh, and Reno and LSD involved. Yes. Uh, but not on his side, just on mine. Uh, yeah, I, I he, was... He was he was clean. I was like, uh, I was terrified to try acid because if you've been in my head for more than five minutes, you would know that it's a scary, scary dark. <laughs> I can't imagine what it would be like on a hallucinogen of that. Well, no. that's, that's why I'm shocked that people would, that, that I'm classified as, as lawful good. Oh yeah. See, there you, <laughs> you go. know what I mean? I know you, you, you have scoundrel tendencies, but, uh, I probably got them from my dad. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I think we all uh, we all get things from. <laughs> I don't know. But, but, then, but then, then penicillin cures it. <laughs> I was I was just sitting here trying to uh, come up with some sort of uh, some sort of humor that was salvageable. <laughs> it didn't work. I thought for sure you're going to go for the penicillin. <laughs> I was thinking about it, and then I didn't. <laughs> Oh my god! I think I think we've tapered off to the point where we should say goodnight. <laughs> I think we. Yeah, uh, I think so. I think we've. But anyway, our audience away. <laughs> I know I'm hey, frightened. You know, I'm one of the hosts of the show, so good god. <laughs> I, I think the more that we reveal reality to them, yes. the more people can relate, and I think that's cool. I think, um, I think the more that we re relate our reality to them, the more that we're going to be blacklisted by uh, several <laughs> government groups, is what I'm thinking. So. Oh. But um, if, if any of you listeners out there would like to um, comment or tell a story of your own yeah. or, or anything like that, uh, you could use the Anchor.fm app. Yeah. Uh, and um, like just all you, all, you, well, all you have to do is you, you just like look up our podcast and you can send messages directly from your phone through the app to us and we get the recording and we could use them here on the show. Or if you don't really want us to use it, you could tell us and we won't. But uh, that's the best way to get messages to us. Either that or uh, through our Facebook page, yes. which is facebook.com 
slash slow.death.podcast or on our website at absinthepodcast.com. Yeah, make sure you put the dots in there because I don't know where you'll go if you forget those. I know. I don't think you go anywhere. But I mean, the easiest way to get a hold of us uh, or or to find us anywhere is just uh, absolute- the local police blotter. <laughs> is to look at the milk carton yeah. and uh, yeah, call that number. <laughs> it's like men in black. <laughs> but yeah, absentpodcast.com is like our, our central hub again. Yeah. So and if you like what you heard, uh, constant listeners uh, or, or incontinent listeners, maybe some of you, I don't know. But uh, if you hey. like what you heard, okay. please uh, uh, share us with your friends. Share us on Facebook and Twitter and subscribe. Instagram. Yeah. Subscribe. Subscribe because the Lord knows I don't have any retirement and I, I, I would hate it. Well, maybe that's, maybe that could be my retirement. I could just like be a homeless guy uh, sitting in a chair. With a podcast. I'll, I'll have a microphone that's not connected to anything and just pretend to be podcasting one sided. You'd have to move to Stockton. That would be the funniest damn thing. Dude, I might even just do that. I'm like the disconnected podcaster and just sit there and have a one-sided conversation and not tell them what the other person's saying. I think that's a brilliant idea. I think that I'm, I'm going to do that. I'm going to, I'm going to okay. get my job right now. <laughs> well, tell you what, the easiest way to make a podcast is go to anchor.fm and uh, yeah. just start one up. And, and y- even though you and I had problems with the app, yes. Uh, over remote, which is why we're using something called Zencaster right now. It works really good if you're just using it solo. Because when I was testing it and it, it seemed to be like the perfect thing, I was just recording just me or, or whoever's sitting. Right. It, just, it gets an amazing sound out of your phone, like you're talking into a really high quality speaker. So I guess they, they do some sort of Oh, I, I know they they have some algorithm that adjusts everything so that voices come out richer and everything. I think it's great Thanks. because I'm uh, I'm drinking out of a solo cup and using this uh, app, so it's, it's working well for me. That was really a what? long way to go for a joke, and it just didn't. It wasn't that. <laughs> it, I was solo. Here's what I imagine you just did. You're sitting there staring at your microphone and doing that that blink blink thing that they do. <laughs> yeah. like, what did he just say? I don't even know what he just said. Well, I'm like solo. solo. Oh, solo. Oh, I'm solo. No, we want <laughs> no Chewbacca. Yeah, solo from uh, Star Trek. <laughs> that guy yeah oh my god see here we are we we do an ending yeah, he's in the TARDIS <laughs> yes yes <laughs> with Watson I guess, I guess if, you're, if you're drinking and you're in a TARDIS would that be tartar sauce yeah something like that we, we gotta end this journey it's I, going downhill fast buddy I always eat um, my fish with TARDIS, with tartar sauce, sauce so I can go back in time <laughs> yeah uh, how would you like your fish sticks? Uh, 16th century. Thank you. <laughs> All right. the mail. Good Lord. Okay. <laughs> That's it. Thank We're you. done. Thanks for listening again. And I apologize in advance <laughs> for anything that you may have heard over the last hour. Uh, th- and thank you, Dan, for being patient. Uh, oh, uh, my puppy delayed us. You know, uh, and um, I uh, I, I used to work from home and I didn't have the excuse like I was stuck on the freeway. So I had to make up excuses like my dog was jackknifed in the hallway. So I understand. <laughs> I'm totally fine with that. Okay. All right. Well, come come back next week, uh, listener. And, and listener, did I just say singular? <laughs> well, at least you didn't say reader. Yeah, reader. Oh, I, did. I used to do that a lot. Yeah. Right. yeah. So uh, come back and see us again. Uh, whoever you are, <laughs> the one lonely guy sitting there listening to our podcast. Wow, these guys are really good. <laughs> yeah, you don't have any friends and you're in your mom's basement. 
Oh, wait a minute. You're talking about me now. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, forget I said anything. These are not the droids you're looking for. Good night, everybody. Good night. <laughs>was the song a beautiful night from the artist Lokomu and his album a beautiful night I, i've been literally pushing this album for 10 years now it doesn't get enough attention it it's a great album so please check it out you could find it on itunes and spotify or just about anywhere you stream your music check it out Lokomu, a beautiful night <laughs>